What up, everybody? This is Jason Lee, and this is Hollywood Unlocked Uncensored. And I'm Gerard Lynn, the managing editor of Hollywood Unlocked. DJ Damage back in the building. So all the ladies love DJ Damage. It's disgusting reading all these comments. Oh, he's so fine. Oh, he's this, he's that. Okay, great. You think he's fine. Hater. <laughs> Go to his Instagram. Here's his Instagram right here. Go there and tell him what you think of him. Stay off our comments with that bullshit. <laughs> Not going to hate, though. All right, so um, how is everybody? Good. Awesome. I'm feeling real good. Really? I'm wearing this sweater that my friend bought me from ASOS. I feel like a damn Dalmatian. This shit's so <laughs> fucking fluffy. You're looking real Christmassy right now. Hey, Christmas is the season. Tis the season. All right. So look, I'm going to go ahead and address the elephant in the room that I have not been addressing because honestly, I've been so back and forth with, sh- with whether I should say anything. So I'm going to go ahead and put it out there and let's put this thing about uh, Gio and Melissa and the state of the show to rest. Giovanni and Melissa will not be coming back to this show. And I'm going to throw that out there and then work backwards. So Giovanni, who has been um, an amazing part of the show and brought a lot to the show, unfortunately did things outside the show that created a problem with him being a part of my brand and a part of the show. So for that, I'll let him go. Now I'm going to leave all those details for him to explain, but there's just things that you can and cannot do that whether you work at Starbucks or you work at AT AT&T or you work here, that you cannot do, and no matter how much I love you or no matter how, what you bring to the show, there's just a point where you just get to a place where you got to go your separate ways. Gio and I had that conversation. I offered to uh, let him come here and say goodbye to the fans in any way he wanted to and have closure and to make it not look like there was an issue, and he chose to put out a video, and I tried to manage the situation by putting out another post to support him but you know i can't keep covering up for geo so geo's gonna hopefully be able to take care of whatever um issues he has that i won't get into but he will not be returning to the show and there is more to it but i'm not going to get into that because no matter what i say the fans are going to respond however they want but there you go as far as melissa goes melissa's been gone for about six months she's been my friend for several years started this show with her she's amazing um, you know, she's had an interesting journey with the show. The fans love her, hate her. They love me, they hate me. They love Gio, they hate Gio, whatever. But I believe she brought a lot of value to the show because she gave a point of view as a historian of this industry, a vet, um, and somebody who's highly intelligent and plus somebody who's just super funny to me. Um, but after the accident, I think she um, wants to focus on her own platform that empowers women, that allows her to share her story Um, you know, she's shown up here to the studio to do the show, um, and just had an emotional breakdown and just felt like she couldn't do it because it was too much pressure and she didn't want to tell her story. She's not ready to tell her story now. And when she does tell her story, she wants to tell it on her own platform. And, uh, she's, you know, looking at writing a book and doing other things to really help to empower women, which was her purpose for being on the show to begin with. And so she and I talked about me helping her start her own show, her own podcast, and, um, you know, Hollywood Unlocked, um, hopefully would be able to be involved with that and support that. But, you know, it's a new day and it's going to be a new show. And the thing that I've, I guess, been struggling with is, you know, with any new relationship, if you start dating somebody new or you get into a new relationship or your family member brings in a new family member, a new partner that becomes a part of your family, you know, it's not fair to judge the past with the present or the, or the future. So, you know, where I was struggling was trying to keep what we had instead of realizing 
that we're going to have a new show and there will be a new audience. Some people will love the show. Some people will not just like they did or didn't like the show before. But more importantly, we're going to keep doing what we do at Hollywood Unlocked. Um, and so, you know, I'm glad that Damage has agreed to join the show and I'm excited to, um, you know, share the the additional co-host at the top of the year. But it's going to be a whole new show top of the year. And we, you know, we're going to suspend the show in December and not put out any shows because it's been a weird kind of thing. Um, and I appreciate you, Damage, for right now riding this out with me. <laughs> and Rosalind, I think you've been doing a great job. Thanks. Um, but you know, the show must go on. That's just what it is, and that's what it will be. And so there you have it. The last time we will talk about it. And uh, that's it. So what have you been doing since I saw you last? Um, Working. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what do I do? Oh, I work every day. Um, no, this I've just been doing my whole spiritual cleanse. This mm. is my birthday month. Uh, my birthday's at the end of the month. So I'm just, for me, and the fact that my birthday is the day before the last day of the year, I always feel like God allowed me to be born on that day. Because, so is it Christmas Eve? Uh, New Year's Eve. New, my Year's, oh, New Year's Eve. New Year's Eve. Yes, okay. December nice. 30th. So I always, uh, uh, right, right leading up to my birthday, I just get really reflective and just start to manifest what I want for my 2019 and my next year of life. So that's just where I've been. Um, Christmas decorations, just regular little life stuff. Okay, you know. Okay, I'll see you. <laughs> not, not well. So, what are your what are your dreams or hopes or aspirations for the next year? Well, I put my uh, for the next six months. <laughs> okay, I'm very like I have to like speak it out. So, I want to be done with the uh, rough draft of my book. Because mm. next year I am going to be a published author. Okay. And start um, speaking engagements for young women. Nice. Um, and then also things that I want to do even within Hollywood Unlocked that we have ideas for um, the I Am Ready initiative, which um, I'm I really- love that, I love that that's still on your mind. <laughs> it is because I came up with our, you know, our panels that what we're going to do with that. And um, it ties into a lot of my professional goals too. Um, so a published author, um, I definitely want to just get myself out there more with just speaking engagements um, as a personality, as an on-air personality, um, and becoming the Jopra that I see myself as. Nice. She's organized. organized. I love it. Look at that. Listen, so do you feel in your journey of where you started before Hollywood Unlocked and now has allowed you, what have you learned over that journey? Like, what have you learned as a person who hopefully at some point soon will become her own entrepreneur? Yeah, um... One patience. You have to learn patience, like because right when yeah, right Just when you want it, it's like oh, I'm ready now. I've you know mm -hmm. I've been ready since I was 19, but it's like no, um, uh, and uh, enjoy the journey, you know, because every little step, you know, from even when I was working retail jobs, you know, little regular office jobs, just blogging, all of that adds up into you know the self discipline you need, the time management you need, the organization you need, um, being able to take feedback. Um, and because you know you don't like to listen, mm -hmm. I never, yeah. Um, like and 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 working with Jason a lot, it really has humbled me because you can always think like, oh, I'm <laughs> humble, I'm humble, I'm humble. But it's like, no, you're not really humble until you're really in a position where it's you like ain't, you ain't humbled until you're humble. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I just I learned a lot of that, and then um, also being mindful of the energy you bring into the room. Um, because that was something too that, you know, just growing up, you're not always uh, mm -hmm. uh, mindful of how 
any little thing that you might be feeling, it's gonna come off. And yeah. especially working with him, Projection. he will feel it. And he'll 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 call me out on it. He'll make me come to his house and he's like, What's going on? And then it's like and I'm you, like, you know Nothing. what's so the bad is, you know what's so bad is you want the call to your house to be like a warm <laughs> experience. But come it's like it's now like the principal's yeah, office. You is. know, like, can you come to my house at five five oh five tomorrow? And the color of your house, the blue, <laughs> that was always the color of the principal's office. <laughs> So it's like what Mr. Jones yeah. used to do to me. But, you know, let me just tell you that I've seen a lot of growth. And I think the thing that people have to understand, especially people listening, is I ran into Big Boy. Your, your, Big Boy? Your, uh, your boy from over at 92.3. Always shows me love. I went to go uh, see Cardi at the um, iHeart Music thing or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I was telling, I had told uh, Damage my journey with trying to be a part of the iHeart family. I had, saw, I had ran into Big Boy. He knew my interviews. He knew my name. I'm like, damn, he's iconic. Why wow, he knows my shit? Okay, so that means people are watching. So uh, having built it from scratch, I'm like, well, that's pretty impressive, you know. And having tried to get in front of Doc and the right people at iHeart was a journey. And I felt like, even though I was humble, part of me was like, nigga, y'all see me out here working? What is the problem? <laughs> Somebody don't pick up this goddamn phone. But I ran into Big Boy again and we were talking and I happened to be standing next to this lady who saw me interacting with Cardi and Cardi had a lot of people in the room, but she was fixated on us getting to talk or whatever. And uh, she was like, so what do you do? And I told her what I did and Hollywood unlocked all this and that. And I said, yeah, I mean, I've been trying to join the iHeart family for a while and did not know I was talking to the senior vice president of iHeart. And she was so cool. And we were talking about drinks and Cardi and this and that. And she wanted to leave before she talked to Cardi, but I made sure that that didn't happen. But the point is that you never know who you're talking to. Yeah. You never know. And this is why you got to be careful when you shit on people because those people may end up not just next to you, but they may end up in a room a little bit more above you Mm. talking Mm -hmm. to people. The thing about Hollywood Unlocked, I own it. Nobody controls me. I can say whatever I want. I can do whatever I want. And I have the freedom to do it and, and continue to build and elevate it and, you know, there's a lot of power in that. And I think what Big Boy said to me, that gave me comfort in what I've done and the journey, because sometimes you don't get the validation along the way. Mm. He said, people just don't know how to take you because they can't control you. Yeah. Mm. I was like, damn, made me so happy to hear that because that was the validation that one, I'm leaving an imprint Two, you, you feel me and you know, I'm out there, which means I have some level of influence and three, nobody can control it. What's yeah. free. Ooh. <laughs> Boy, freedom in this industry is rare. Yeah. Because everybody's working for somebody. Yeah. Every t- until you own it. And when me and Damage sat down and talked about him being on this show, what's important is that this is this is our house. We got to figure out how we can build it together. We all have different responsibilities and different roles or whatever, but but our collective you know, you know, we have the collective opportunity to bring whatever we want to the table and be real. So that's that's power to me. Yep. So it is. anyway, but I'm glad to see that you've embraced the journey because it's rough at first. And people yeah. listening think oh, Hollywood Unlocked is just a company, a website or an Instagram or a Facebook or a radio show. Like, no, there's a lot of business that goes into what we do. Yep. I wish they could hang out for a day. Yep. Interns. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> You know, the last intern that I had, <laughs> Bad Bundles. Oh, my God. Her little fat ass. Oh, my God. I can't wait to find out where she worked because I'm pulling up in that bitch. Bad and I, I'm going to go in there and demand the manager and say, this wig ain't tacked on right. And if you don't rip this shit off of him, I'm out this bitch. Him. Dang. <laughs> anyway, shout out to Lisp. 
All right, so what have you been up to? Oh, man, this past weekend, uh, I went for the first time with my son to the Kids Museum in Pasadena. That was amazing. You guys recorded the whole day, and it was such amazing. I sat on your IGTV and watched it. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to do more stuff with my son, but more importantly, stuff I've never done before. And if I was a kid growing up, the kids out here in California, y'all have, if you were a kid growing up in California, look at me, y'all have some of the biggest benefits. I've never seen something that fun for kids. Like, oh, the museum. The, the museum, You there was tug of war. You can build a roller coaster. You can shoot launch balls you can climb 30 stories high it was just all types of stuff i wish i could do it all we had was one jungle gym and we had a basketball court no rim yeah i think because of just the spaciousness of california and the fact that a lot of people here have money and children we jumped on a dirty mattress outside in california i mean we don't have snow so like we can actually go outside and play year round whereas y'all got just (laughs) snow snow's fun no it's not snowballs I got a frostbite the first day I moved to New York. I what? always hated snow. I because I you didn't put your snow. socks on. What I, you was doing? I came fresh from uh, Texas, so I didn't. know. Uh, okay, so you and, just went out there with a hoodie on and, and some little regular skips. When I moved to skips. I moved to Washington Heights, straight from Hollywood, in the middle of a blizzard. Oh. I didn't have snow <laughs> boots. I didn't have a. You didn't know. I didn't have a triple goose or whatever. I didn't yeah. have. I didn't even have long sleeve shirts. Oh no. <laughs> I, oh, I think I caught the flu. I thought I almost died. Yeah. I ended, and then I ended up at the Harlem Hospital. Oh, God. <laughs> Those people want their patients to die. If you have, if you live in New York City, you should take a field trip over to the Harlem Hospital. I think it's the Harlem Presbyterian yes. Hospital. There are people dead in the hallways. On 135th and Lennox. I was there dying, and they were like, mm, you ain't going to die. <laughs> You're not going to die. <laughs> that was not the kinds of permanent day experience. Yeah. And yeah, it's just, I remember I got into, got into it with my man, whatever. I ended up at Harlem Hospital. Don't ask no questions. But they, because my boyfriend is white, they looked at him and looked at me and they were like, do you want us to arrest her? Do you want to press charges on her? Absolutely. Mind you, I'm the one in the hospital bed. Like, no, usually it's supposed to, you ask the woman if she wants to press charges. Mm. They asked him because he's white. You started it though. Listen, I hate when I go to a hospital and it's, I hate two things. One. I hate when it's overcrowded yeah. mm-hmm. and I hate when the people know who I am because w- whatever I'm there for, I don't want you yeah. to know. I need my doctor to know, even though everybody's covered by HIPAA, which is the Health Inf- Information Privacy Protection Act, which means they're not supposed to talk. <clears throat> people talk. They don't care. How do you feel about people taking your picture in public if you don't know them? You saw when we posted uh, uh, Jesse Williams, he said something to his fan. That's to the picture. ask permission. Yeah, ask his permission. It's First like, of all, you cheated on your wife with oh, a white wow. woman. Get the fuck out of here. Uh-oh. After you went on the BET Awards acting like the smart nigga with every other fuck it, fuck you. All right, I, I'll tell you. <laughs> Let me tell you what happened. The other day, I went. Uh, I had some friends in town, and I went to hookah. And you know, I had I had sipped a little too much. Yes, I'm still a fitness influencer. <laughs> we'll get back to that in a minute. But I sipped too much, and I and I walked to the front of the line. Because I know the owner needs my friend and, I, and the security know me. and But there's a new security guard woman at the door. But Here the guy's there. No, not even no, no ego shit. I literally just walked up and walked in like I normally would. It was a long line or whatever. And no, I just goes, hate new security. She goes, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. And this girl, clearly she from South LA. She knew who I was. She's like, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. I said, excuse me. I got the rope and I walked in. She grabs the rope and she locks my guest out. And I said, no, they're with me. And she goes, I know who you are, but that don't mean you just get to walk up in here. I said, hold on. I said, now your son is going to lose all his Captain Crunch because I'm going to call the owner. (laughs) Lose all the Captain Crunch. So I call the owner. and I'm Captain Crunch. And and, and I'm being being extra. You're being Jason. I'm being me. (laughs) 
But there's a fan filming it in the oh, okay. Line, oh, you know. No. And I said, oh, shout out to all of y'all watching this. You're going to have an opinion. But her son about to lose his Captain Crunch. Oh, God. Why Captain Crunch, though? That's, That's the hilarious. worst cereal. First of all, I love Captain <laughs> Crunch. I love Captain Crunch. It tears up the roof of your mouth. No, you got to chew. People who's, people people are sucking dick out here. They, <laughs> they Captain, tears- Crunch, Captain Crunch ain't the worst thing they've been in their mouth. Usher, shout out to Usher's dick. It's about as rough as Captain Crunch, too. Anyway, all right. So that, that moving happens. on. But, but my point is, I don't have a problem with fans taking pictures. Yeah. But please ask me for the picture, and this is why, not for permission. Make, we got to make sure we get the right angles. We got to make yeah, sure it yeah, looks yeah. good. I just felt like they was on an airplane. How's she gonna ask your permission, bro? She took your picture, and clearly she was a fan. She called his character name from Grey's Anatomy. Now let's stop there, though. Now here's why we'll side with the Jesse who left mm-hmm. his black wife for a white woman. <laughs> because- After his speech at the BET Awards, oh, sell out ass nigga. <laughs> Why are you taking? Why, why are you calling by his doctor name? Nobody wants to be called. You know how I hate being told. You, oh, I oh, love right. you. You're you're because they they see fans see you as a person. Yeah. in a show, mm-hmm. and that's all you are. Like he's not damaged from revolt. He was on revolt, but he's he's bigger than that. Right. So why are you just tying him to what you know? Or even though that damages his real name, why why do I have to be? If you see Oprah, do you talk about do you what was Oprah's name in, in color? Purple? Well, <laughs> no, I think what Oprah did and what Angela Bassett has done, Lawrence Fishburne, people who have had at first might have had that one mm-hmm. role, they've done more. So it's like, okay, now I just can't but even if you put see you in Angela a box. Angela Bassett and you say, Tina, you need your ass work. <laughs> yeah, no, but, but that's what they do to uh, Amari Hardrick all the time. Uh, they call him but Ghost. Hey, hey, Ghost. And he's, he still uh, you needs know, more. You know, I've done other stuff that empower, you know. <laughs> but he, he needs more ghost type roles. Well, or but something he's been another that. one to say, you know, he hates no to yeah. fans who want pictures, but only because, and he said this on the Breakfast Club, which I thought was really powerful. Yeah. He said, you know, my wife saved my life, and That's you right. all walk up and just totally disregard yeah, her, right. acknowledge her, and don't even acknowledge her. Yeah, so, person. No. And she's really pretty. Like, I've when I met uh, him, she, uh, oh, we're not going to do that. She is pretty. Like, I've looked at her, and I was just like, she's a, she's a gorgeous woman. Um, and I could understand as long as she, I mean, well, <laughs> as long as he thinks she's pretty. Wait, who y'all talking about? He, he called so Cardi B and Offset. Oh, um, <laughs> no, no, no! Shout out to Omari. I like Omari and his yeah. brother Jamil. Yeah, I love him. That's my frat brother. Brother, fine too. Have you seen his brother Jamil? Yeah, he looks like he looks like. Oh, Wait, he got a brother? Less cute. Yeah, but they're both sexy. They look similar. But Omari, to me, he got all the... Because we just posted the picture of the Jonas Brothers, and I was like, who the hell is Franklin? Well, Omar, Omari, doesn't, <laughs> Omari doesn't really return my text anymore now mm. that he's become ghost. So. Oh, right. Okay. right. Shout out to Omari. I should text him He ghosted you. So listen, ladies, I found out about this amazing new bra, thanks to Hollywood Unlocked Uncensored, and I want to tell you guys about it. It's through Third Love. 10 million women around the world are using this company. They get you the perfect bra through your shape, your size. There's so many different factors that come into finding the perfect bra. So I took a Fit Finder quiz and it was actually really fun because I found out things about my breasts that I didn't necessarily know before and how it can affect how my bra feels and the comfortability of it. So hands down, this is the most comfortable bra you'll ever wear because they offer cups A through H and bands up to 48. So it doesn't matter how small or how big your breasts are, they have a size for you. So right now, they're offering our listeners 15% off your first order. Go to thirdlove.com. 
com slash unlock now to find your perfect fitting bra and get 15% off your first purchase. That's thirdlove.com slash unlocked for 15% off today. Um, I talked to Omarosa, who's committed to coming on this show. Yes. So for the fans who are listening saying, oh my God, they haven't had any guests. Relax. It's the holidays. People are traveling. Mm-hmm. We are setting up shows for the top of the year. Mm-hmm. You're going to be excited who we bring in the room. Yeah. Cardi's coming back on the show. Uh, Iggy is committed to coming on the show. Omarosa is going to come on the show, which is going to be interesting. And a lot more of the people. So just, you know, relax. Very interesting. All right. So last night I was laying in bed and Cardi B posted a video of her going off about Offset and saying that she's no longer marrying him. She's she's divorcing him and that she's tired of working on her marriage. What did you think? Damn. Well, I had literally posted my last post and then I saw that and I was like, oh, oh, oh. so I'm moving fast. I'm working. Once I did my job, then I was able to register it. And I really felt sad. Like I genuinely felt sad. I was hoping they were joking. I'm still hoping they're joking. But I, I'm a, I'm a Capricorn. I've been in a relationship a long time. I believe in fighting for love. Mm-hmm. It, however, just only one thing I can understand if it still stems, if this is real, if they really broke up and it stems from infidelity, I can understand why she walked away. Cause it's like, as a woman, you can't, and a man, like nobody should keep dealing with someone continually to d- disrespecting them in that way. But I hope they're joking. I pray they're joking. And that's my, that's all I got to say. I feel like they should have just took their time. I don't know why they right. rushed into a marriage. Like, you know, have some time to have some of that wiggle room, you know, mm-hmm. have some growing pains. They just jumped head first into it. So, and then I, I also don't like seeing people act out their emotions like that on on Instagram. Yes. Because maybe she did feel like that in the moment, but you know, sometimes you got to let it breathe and see if it's something that can be patched together. Yes. Because when you put something out like that, that's kind of like permanent now. Yes. Like even if you do backtrack it or go, you know, we're going to work on it. People want to remember like, but you just said this. Yeah. So. And I learned that the hard way too. Like in the early days of our relationship, I remember this was when Twitter was like first starting really popping, popping and I put stuff on Twitter and then you put- Oh, you had the Twitter fingers. Yeah, people put in your your business now. Now they feel that they have an opinion on your relationship. Yeah, once you open that door, they in there. Yep. So Cardi and I spoke this morning and Offset and I have been texting this morning because I am committed (laughs) to keeping them together. Yeah. Now, this is what I told Cardi. I'm not going to get into our whole conversation because that is my friend. Yeah. Uh, you know, and I love Offset. I mean, I, I said this to somebody privately the other day. You know, whatever you think about rappers or Offset and Amigos, anytime I walk in the room, Offset is the first to say hello, to speak to me, um, polite. And I know he loves her, and I know she loves him. They were just together last week in person. I saw it, mm-hmm. right? I'm a fan of them together. I The baby is beautiful. Um, you know, brand new baby. Uh, they've done a lot to try to protect their marriage by marrying privately. And uh, keep a lot of their personal business, the baby's photos, private. Mm-hmm. But like I said to him, you embarrassed her. And it's real. So it's not like this is a stunt. This isn't, you know, Cardi's not one to do stunts. She's right. just a real chick, you know. And But what I said to her, what I will share is that ultimately it's your decision. Please try to, like, ignore the noise because everybody online has an opinion. Yeah. And everybody's going to say this or that. And even me, I want y'all to be together. But you got to make the decision best for you and you know, be able to be here and support her through it. But here's the question that I have. Is 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 infidelity a reason to split up? Is I mean, I have... ultimate deal breaker? Yeah, like I have the rule, don't lie, don't cheat, don't steal. But I've been cheated on and stayed in my relationship. Yeah. I mean, is it a yeah. deal breaker? Not for me. 
Yeah, not for me. And and just to go back to what you're saying, yes, you know, um, everybody know I'm very transparent too. So I've been in a relationship a long time, still not engaged. But um, and during the first couple of years, I'm not gonna lie, like the first year and a half of our relationship, I was cheating. What? We, we, we yeah, yeah, oh. like so to me. We didn't really get fully, fully committed to each other, I would say, until like going the second year, going into the third. And we had like our first like real serious talk where we admitted all the bad things we did to each other mm-hmm. five years in. So for me, I was just like, damn, it took me five years to really get to know this person. Yeah. So when you jump into something, you're not giving somebody their still. And then they're young. They're only, what, 25 years old? They're and still this, figuring and it out. Super young. And this is what I told her, too. He's a man. Mm-hmm. This is not an, ind- an indictment on you as a woman. This has nothing to do with you. He's mm-hmm. a man. Mm-hmm. You know, the other thing, when you're famous and you're or you're a public person, you get a lot more thrown at you than you would if you weren't, right? I remember the first season of the first show I did, the attention I was getting, I was, everything sliding in my DM was getting a phone number. Because I had was I was used to attention, but I wasn't used to it from London and Paris yeah. and Brazil. And you know what I mean? So I feel like somebody, at, at when you're at that level, what I, what I believe is happening is these girls who are putting this information out is clout chasing. And the clout chases are, oh, that's a whole other thing. That's a real fucking thing now. See, but you got to know who you're dealing with. Like for me, cheating is not a deal breaker, but the disrespect is. So as yeah. in, if you're going to do your thing, I shouldn't even know. I mm-hmm. shouldn't have no way to know. Yep. That's the deal breaker for me. Like disrespect, the fact that somebody can throw this in my face or bring it up. I feel like that's that's well, the ultimate deal breaker, it, it, uh, the disrespect. Uh, and coming from someone who, you know, cheated and stuff, mm-hmm. um, what happens too is that you're there's probably things that he probably did and didn't even tell her. So he right now he's faithful, but there's stuff that you didn't even tell her about and skeletons are going to come out the closet. But this is where, this is where my suggestion to them publicly that I will say, whether I said it privately or not, is you two have to decide what is best for you two. Like you two have to drown out the noise, sit down. And you know, what I will say that I said to him is, you have to fight for this. You have to fight for her. You have to fight for that. You have to be honest. You you owe her that. Like she she deserves that. Um, and I believe he believes that. You know. But also, I think when you're young, you're fly, you're rich, you're influential. You have people at your feet. Mm-hmm. It's really hard to manage all of that in a new situation that's moved really fast. So I'm not going to get too much more deeper into other than I mean I am a fan of Cardi and Offset being together. I love them together, but. Whatever Cardi wants, I, I, I support whatever she wants. Because at this point, she's the person who has to make the decision what she wants for her. Yeah. But, but is cheating a deal breaker for you? You know, I think I'm at a point in my life now where I'm not rushing into any relationship. I don't care what you look like. I don't care. I mean, I play around and I joke around for the show and I joke around, you know, a little bit in real life, too. <laughs> I've told a couple motherfuckers this past week I loved them. But um, <laughs> a couple. <laughs> I told a couple. A few. And didn't mean it. But I mean, you know. Is it a deal breaker? I really feel like I would have to assess how much I have invested in it. Mm-hmm. Am, am I? Am I? Is it not a deal breaker because you fine and you a good look for me, or is it not a deal breaker because we bought a house together, we're raising a family together, we live together, we're having uh, challenges we can work we can work through? I think there has to be an assessment. I don't think you can automatically just throw out everything you've worked for because it's embarrassing or you're emotionally feeling a certain way. And I do think some men, I mean, I guess I should say women, but men, they're just not going to change. It don't matter. Like they like 
women. They like vagina and they're going to just get up in it. No, they, they don't just like vagina. Men like new vagina. New vagina. But, there you yeah, go. Yeah, I was having to talk about this earlier. Yes. What, what, what was the conversation? Well, somebody was asking me like, you know, I can't wait to get in that relationship and the fire. And they kept talking about this fire, right? And I was like, well, a good relationship is not fire. It's like a, like a nicely lit candle. Mm. Like it's just lit, but it's mm. not always fire. Because mm-hmm. I said, when you get fired, you might not get something else you really need. Like, you can get somebody you want to fuck all the time. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, and at the end of the day, you know, sex for a guy, I can't speak for girls. After a while, the same person is just, it's just going to be what mm-hmm. it is. But people have to start having real, honest conversations. Because, you know, when I was in a relationship, the first two years, the relationship sexually was great. Then after the second year, you've had sex multiple times a day you yeah. both, both were sex addicts i think at the time <laughs> after two years it's like what can we do this new so we started with okay let's travel and have destination sex okay well after you travel you know you may want to add a person so do you say can we add a person mm-hmm. what's that process can i work can i be with that but then then that person was cheating and then i found out and then i started cheating then we was cheat it was just a disaster i believe messy. in hall passes i believe in honesty so you're you're wait wait He's not, but I am. But you would give he him a hall pass. I, he says, that's why I know you want to cheat. You would give him a hall pass? Yeah, I'd give him a hall pass. Yeah. As long as you got a hall pass. Yeah, God Look. damn right. I believe in equality. <laughs> I believe you should do whatever that makes you happy. So yeah. I don't I don't really care about none of that stuff. If you want to go do something, as long as I don't know and I don't ever know, just go do it. Really? Oh, yeah. snap. Wait, so if your girl was out with another guy, but you didn't know and would never know, you wouldn't care? What do you mean out with a guy, like on a date? No, like having sex. Yeah, like getting banged. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's whatever. do whatever makes you happy. Oh. Wow. I, I feel like it, people are responding. I already feel it. <laughs> but I feel that's a level of maturity. Because when I was in my last relationship, I wasn't following him around all day and yeah. looking through. Because yeah. I feel like that type of pressure forces people into being secret and the secrecy can lead to diseases and all other types of shit. Be open, be supportive, but be clean and not messy. Yeah, Yeah. for sure. Be be clean. I think that's be clean. Right. Cause that's the thing. (laughs) Oh yeah. Wait, go ahead. Be clean. (laughs) (laughs) Cause a lot of, uh, as much as a woman would be okay with letting her man do them, a lot of men would not are not okay with with what you are okay with. But that's that's why if if I know I like to live a certain lifestyle, right. you are a hypocrite if you that's right. if your woman can't do. I just don't want to know. That's just my thing. Okay, so this other conversation came up today that I thought was a little dis, uh, disrespectful, and I'm just gonna just switch gears. So yeah. I was in the barber shop and I was getting a haircut, and there a conversation came up from one of the barbers of whether or not it was gay for a man to send another man <laughs> roses. Very gay. And you know, I let the conversation go on for a few minutes, and then I said, wait a minute. As a homosexual, I have a point of view. <laughs> <laughs> I said, because I just started working with this company called Venus of Floor. It's a company yeah. with the roses oh, that right. last a year. Mm-hmm. So I'm working with them now, and they're one of my brands, and they have the most beautiful roses. And I just, they're so beautiful, you just want to send them to everybody. So if I send Damage some roses yeah. to say, wait a minute, to say thank you for joining the show, we value you, we appreciate you. And and it's a box of roses with the H and the U on it, like I sent to Floyd. Is that gay? Yes. I don't think it's gay because you're gay. But now, <laughs> well, they, the, the, the barber said that too. He goes, "Well, wait, you was gay, right?" Okay, well, that was gay. And I said, "Wait a minute." But then I asked him. I said, "If your friend died, would you put roses in his casket?" And he said, "Yes." I said, "So you would give me my roses when I was dead?" Yeah. And that wouldn't be gay, but it would be a gay if you gave it to me when I was alive. How does that make sense? It's gay. 
I think just because the thing with roses, they've been put into you it's only romantic. give yeah you only give roses for certain times. So if I come in here and I hand you a bouquet of tulips, because my nigga yeah. tulips is gay. It's, like they, they, those flowers look gay. Because even think about it, if you um did you went you went to college? Yeah. Did when you graduated? Did you get flowers? No, exactly. But I did. I got a lot of flowers. So it's like you just men don't get flowers. We never so get flowers. So that's why black men. Don't get flowers. It's a race thing. I don't think Our white culture, men get flowers. You know what he said? You know what the other uh, other barber said? When I'm sitting in the car smoking with my homie and, you know, <laughs> we get out the car, you know, I may give him my cologne so he can spray himself down. I said, so you spray the nigga down with the way you smell. Mm. That's gay. No, that's not gay. That's gay. That's being resourceful. Weed, weed and PlayStation are the conduits of homosexual activity. How many men have been sitting there playing a the game high as fuck and said, we want to suck my dick. Okay, go ahead. It happens. Wait, Wait what? what? Listen. This, is that how it goes there? More straight men are converted by weed and PlayStation 4 <laughs> than they are from flowers. Wait, so 2K. He's that song to- Wait, so you playing 2K and then you just. When a man yeah. gets high, he his 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 boundaries of getting his dick sucked change. I, no, yeah. I don't know. I've gotten high a lot of times. It's never. Keep, keep it's never sm- ch- I'm not saying if you keep smoking. Not I'm not you. even going to play you like that. I'm just saying. There are lots of situations yeah. where men just want to get high and get a blowjob. Not you, damage, but look, cause and because I have a lot of gay friends, I he's not lying. And I always will get you Call of Duty yeah. and get you Art of War and get you Fortnite and get you yeah. a fucking weed man that can deliver yeah. around the clock. And, and I, you will have a Okay, and I purposely like to bring my boyfriends around my gay friends because I want to see how they act. Because I'd pay attention to all the flags. Okay, but back to the flowers. Back wait, the so flowers. you trying to set up your... Wait, 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 no. wait. Back to the flowers. Is sending roses yes. to a man... <laughs> Absolutely. ...gay? I think the consensus is yes. Yes. No, it's not. <laughs> Very gay. And that is a straight consensus from a gay person. I'm going to walk in here next time just hand all the homies some... some no, here I'm sending flowers to For all you. the barbers. <laughs> <laughs> but you might look out when you do that because they can give it to their lady. It, it can be a, a, a gift that keeps on giving, but it does keep on giving. I, I, I feel like if, that's what if, I would do. if a man gives another man roses and looks into his eyes and say, "Those are for you," <laughs> maybe that's a little awkward. It you is. Know? But if you say, "You know what? Congratulations on that new job," and you send yeah. them roses, why yeah. is that? Why is the flower representative of being a homosexual? The society, but but to what you're saying, I do think men should normalize giving each other gifts more often there shouldn't be like if there is if you're if right you're, like don't right. like you normalize giving blowjobs to each other normalize <laughs> right. giving flowers because it's like if you tell your friend congratulations like my friend she'll send but me flowers now, i'll send like, what do y'all do what men do is we we get the person drunk we take them out okay we, all we right go, we're going out yeah <laughs> that's true that's yo true. you just big we're going out we that's, drink let's go get some shots that's I, what i get the men drunk too <laughs> and we go out yeah. We just go back together. <laughs> all right, moving on. Moving on. So as y'all know, I'm big about my teeth. You know, we do a lot of photo shoots. We do the show. I have to be on camera a lot, a lot of bright lights. I take care of my teeth. And for the holiday season, I don't think people necessarily know that it's actually a good gift to give a toothbrush. Mm-hmm. I got a lot of friends mm-hmm. that smoke. I got a lot of friends that do whatever with their mouths. And I feel like a good <laughs> gift is to help their mouths get cleaner. So I like to use this thing called Quip that I got put on right here at Hollywood Unlocked. Um, it's an electronic toothbrush, but the dope thing about it is I had a lot of electronic toothbrushes in the past, and they have like those big, whack, clunky chargers. Quip doesn't have that. Um, it has a, a nice, smooth, slender charger, and you charge it once, and it lasts for like three months. So nice. that's a huge benefit. And a lot of people don't replace their toothbrushes. That's why I think they're good gifts to give. Uh, with Quip for just $5, every three months, you get a brand new brush. Oh, nice. That's perfect. 
great. And they have over 5,000 verified five-star reviews. Quip is looking like that big ticket tech gift with the stocking stuffer price. Wow. Uh, guess how much? Guess how much this how is? How much? Just $25. And if you go to getquip.com slash unlocked right now, you'll get your first resale pack for free with a Quip electric toothbrush. Free is good. Free is good. And you don't have to tell your gifty that, that it actually came free. Yeah, right. Don't tell him that. So get your first refill pack for free at G-E-T-Q-U-I-P dot com slash unlocked. All right. Uh, Damage, what's up with your boy Drake? Yo, Drizzy's killing it. Uh, Spotify's um, charts came out for yeah. a lot of things. And he's topping the list for most streamed artists, male artists. Also, a most streamed album with Scorpion. Yep. Uh, Ariana Grande, she got most streamed female artist. Shout out to her. I was, she, su- I was surprised uh, Cardi didn't come in number one, but she she came in the third spot. Um, Ariana needs to uh, leave Pete alone. Because Pete, yeah. Pete has posted something <laughs> that said that the people want him to kill himself, but he refuses to do it. This relationship is driving him into the grave. Yeah. And so she came out and told her fans to like leave him alone and be gentle with him. And it's like, girl, <laughs> be gentle with you, you know, I'm, you should have been gentle with him. Like... Mm. I, that's just one of my biggest pet peeves is women that hop from She can't afford to have two ex-boyfriends die in one year. Oh, no. Oh. I went there. Okay, yeah, what's going on? What else is going on? Well, Kareem Hunt can't afford to do a lot of things this Christmas because he just got let go from the NFL for a video that came out. It was shot in February. He attacked a woman at a hotel. Um, you see that she clearly was kicked out of the hotel room mm-hmm. and they were going back and forth. She's mouthing at him. And he's like pushing her. But so she, she she did approach him. She did. Not saying that makes it better. It don't make it better. But she approached him. It, listen, coming from a woman that fights men, you ain't don't no Stop man. Stop being a woman that fights men. <laughs> I, first I, of all. I, I used to Wait, be a woman. Where, where are we going with this? We're topic? just he because he was trying to say he was trying to defend Kareem, saying that she 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 was in his. Oh, face. was I trying to defend him, or did and, I say he she approached him? Okay, well, she approached him, but so mm-hmm. what? Like, she's mouthing off. She's getting kicked out of a hotel room. I'm a mouth off. But as a man, don't put your hands on me. And he put his hands on her. He the friends come and up. try to, yeah, they try to break it up. And then he pushes one of his friends so yep. hard, knocks both of them down. That, see, when you fight your friends to hit a woman, <laughs> it's a problem. That's what, that, I was like, yeah, bro. Well, TMZ, yeah. Stopped me, TMZ stopped me yesterday at lunch to ask me about it. I haven't seen, I saw somewhat of the video. Yeah. You got to see the video. But I haven't seen the whole thing. Did he beat her up? No, it's, he no, he just he, pushed he, her. He pushed her, but okay. she it's, approached him. He pushed her. Then the homies is like, yo, chill. And he's like pushing him off. So like, she approached him as in she was trying to hit him. She was she just mouthing him. off. No, she approached she, she got, she was, she didn't, it was, she didn't approach him to fight. She was, sorry. She just was mouthing off because she got kicked out of the hotel room. As a woman and that he, fights men. Now, that's, allegedly. That's her perspective of it. Allegedly, she called him the N word. Allegedly. So. Is she white? She's white. Okay. They were all, all the girls were white. Okay. So he pushed her. The friends come and try to break it up because you wildin' right now. He's wildin'. And he pushes the friend so hard, he knocks him, the, the friend and the, the white girl into the into the wall. The girl flips over. It's over. Now, here's the so thing. So was that the entirety of it all? That yeah, was that the was the entirety video. of it. So he, he got fired for... Pushing her. Now, that's the controversy. Pers- be- okay, well, let me, go, let me go say ahead. that. And shout out to, is it Ray Rice? Yeah. Ray Ray. All the violent oh. Ray Rays. What is this football thing where people are out? Ray Carruth is out now from killing his pregnant wife. You don't oh. get it though. It Clearly, makes, they're violent. Makes sense, right? Okay, so let's let's let's, let's a lot let, of things let, to tackle here. Let me compartmentalize the abuse. Let's first start by saying that did he beat the girl, no. or or was she charging him and he pushed her? Yes. 
He what tried- was he supposed to do? Get attacked? I, now I may maybe now I need to I, I, go you back. Got, to- you got to watch the video. She did approach him. He pushed her away. But when the homies kind of stepped in, you could tell if he if they didn't step in, he was going to whoop her ass. Yes. But there's but he didn't. But so you what, could tell. So is the controversy that he shouldn't have been kicked out of the NFL for that? Well, the thing was, the video came out in February. The NFL knew about it, and he's been play, well, playing every game. Well, what the NFL said was that he didn't tell the full story, that he lied to them. So he's probably terminated based on lying because that's yes. a terminable offense. Yes. But my question is, because I here's what I believe. I believe if you're a woman and you run up on a man to fight a man like a man, you got to be careful and learn how to duck. Yeah. Because he should swing on you. Yeah. Now, I'm not saying that I, ran up. I don't believe in domestic violence, but I believe that whether you're a man or a woman, nobody deserves the right to be hit. And if you hit somebody, you have to expect they're going to defend themselves yeah. some way. Because I tell I my know. brothers, don't let no woman like just restrain her. Don't let no woman uh, beat you. But I'm not going to let no man put his hands on me like we're going to be fighting. Yeah. But let me ask you, when you fight, you're a woman who fights. <laughs> when you fight your man, do you get into a fight with your man and then call abuse when he fights you back? No, I don't even call nobody. We gonna fight. <laughs> no, nah, but I got a lot of homegirls that say, oh, I fight guys. And I'm like, yo, please yeah. don't. Please don't. Because yeah. the thing is, this is the problem. If you do get this fight off and you are <laughs> getting the upper hand, he's going to come with everything yeah. possible yeah. to win No, this men fight. naturally are, have more strength than women. So if you smack him one good time and you open up that door, best believe he's going to knock your head off. I fight well, let me say this. Shout Don't out to my, shout out to three of my homegirls from back in the day. Baby Beast, Naya, and Vani. Those were three girls. I love Baby those names. Beast. Baby Beast. And let me tell you something. They, they like earned the those crew. names. Yes. They used to run the streets and beat up men, yes. women, and everything. But what I would say is that having watched them get into it, <laughs> she getting it. Getting it, getting into it with men. I was there one day when Naya got into an argument with some men and they shot her. Oh. No, 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 no. What's the backup? They got into a fight and she was beating him up and yeah. he shot her. Yeah, see, that's, yeah. That's you, what she I'm was saying. You'll find, and, and allegedly, um, who's it? Chrissy, Jim Jones. They hmm. say that she was a part of a crew back in the day. They used to do what they did and some dude knocked her teeth out. So she got like veneers. So it's like, yeah, you don't want to mess with every dude. Hmm. But let's just not hit each other. Yeah, let's not hit each other. Well, I didn't watch the video, so I didn't feel comfortable giving my full opinion to TMZ. But what I did say is, why is Colin Kaepernick, Kaepernick still not working? Ooh, let's talk about that. Let's talk about that. Why is the nobody? NFL taking, it, taking responsibility for this man being unemployed hmm. and figured it out? But I don't know. Anyway, next topic. Dolly Parton, the country music legend, has admitted that her husband fantasizes about having a threesome with Jennifer Aniston. Mm-hmm. And... Um, you know, because her and Jennifer Aniston work on a movie together. And she was like, look, my man has a thing for her. And um, she jokes up, she joked about him not even being able to get his penis up to pee. Ew. But how's he going to much less get it up for three? Oh, he'll get it up for three. <laughs> First of all. He'll get it up for three. Let me just say this. If your man can't get it up all the time, some maybe it's stress, maybe it's whatever it is. You go put that in the interview. You need your ass whooped. Ooh. No, but they old though. It's different. Yeah. Okay, but what if, one of those but what if he jokes? comes back and says, "I can't get it up because your pussy got too much wrinkly fat over it," or something like that? Shots fired. I think you know Dolly Parton is known for just saying whatever, and uh, you know, women. Some women no like women. That. No, but don't. Yeah, no, don't no, no. Them. When you're in a relationship, everybody got to be responsible for how they make their partner look. Yeah, I wouldn't be with somebody that had me out here looking crazy in the street, saying crazy stuff. Yeah, so yeah I, I don't think. Yeah, don't talk about somebody your man's penis. Like, then why is that your man? Yeah, but it's not even just about his penis it could be his financial business it could be anything right you, know, you shouldn't mm-hmm. you shouldn't and nobody should be out in the streets 
talking and making their partner look bad. I agree. You got to protect well, your partner. Yeah, I make each other look good. Do you think it was okay that she at least said that he wants a threesome? Yeah, I mean, he wants a threesome. I mean, saying a person wants a threesome is different than saying their penis doesn't work or yeah. her vagina has no walls or, you know, <laughs> was she dating Usher because the shit was a rocky road. I don't know what the fuck, whatever it is. Oh you God. should not be saying things that intentionally can make people look at your partner sideways. Yeah. True. True. And it rep- and it represents you too. You make them look crazy. You look crazy at the end of the day because it's like, why are you with them? But it's Dolly Parton, like she. Well, I've seen them out. I've actually sat next to them in dinner. They love each other. I mean, yeah. it was so they funny. Just having fun. It was so funny because I wanted to get up and go say hi to Dolly, and I don't know why. Because, but anyway, I just wanted to go say hi to Dolly. But people were kept sending drinks to their table. These two old people. They was had so many drinks at their table. They, they were <laughs> drinking them too. But uh, yeah. Do you think you old people can have a threesome? Um, I think, you know, there are some people who Carefully. who have high sex drives at an older age. I think that if you are, you know, 92, you know, things may be a little too brittle to have that much activity. Brittle! <laughs> I mean, your bone, the bone density is a little different it's, at 90. It's a careful threesome. It's a careful, delicate. It's real it's a delicate threesome. I wish I could tell y'all a story right now, but I can't. Don't, right? You're like, mm, not too so much. Do old people have sex? Yeah. Do they for real? What's the cutoff age for having sex? I don't think there is a cutoff. When does I think it stop? As long as it works, keep doing it. I think it might. Um, like, was Hugh having to really still having yeah, sex? I think he was. Or was he just around it? I think he was. I think he was. Because as long as you can still get it up, whether you're using Viagra, whatever you're using to get it up, mm. a woman can do what she's going to do with it. You know what I'm saying? Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Moving on. Okay, it's the holidays, Woo. and right now there's a lot going on, and none of us want to leave the house. And so in order to help us a little bit here with the holidays and the gift-giving is Stamps.com. Oh, yeah. Stamps.com is one of my most exciting partners because they help me get all of my work done efficiently right from my house. Hello. So how is Stamps.com helping you? May you be asking there in the uh, virtual world? Well, let me tell you. Right now, you can buy and print all U.S. postage services right from your house. Any letter, any package, any class of mail going out, you can do it right there in your house. With your computer and your printer. Clutch. Yes. For those of you that may be broke, Stamps.com helps you save money. Can't hurt to save money. Well, What I love about Stamps.com is it brings the whole services of a post office right into your home. So you can buy and print all U.S. postage for letters, package, any class of mail using your computer and your printer right there in your home. And guess what? The mail carrier comes and picks it all up for you. Hey, yo, that's what you need right there. That's how you get through the holiday season. Not to worry about snow, nothing right there. Exactly. And so I personally use stamps.com at Hollywood Unlocked for our merchandise. It's just a convenient way of being able to keep us in the office and get out the mail to our customers who bought our stuff. And so right now, you too can enjoy a four-week trial service plus postage and a digital scale without any long-term commitment. All you have to do is go to stamps.com and click on the microphone at the top of the homepage and type in unlocked. That's it? I'm signing up. That's stamps.com. Signing up. And enter unlocked. Hey. I'm doing it today because I got to send some Christmas cards. Come on, baby. Okay. So a school is under fire after a teacher gave her class us an assignment to make a song about the Reconstruction era. And a group of students who are white took the song Jingle Bells and changed it to Ku Klux Klan. Mm. And the teacher allowed it. It was recorded. It was uploaded on social media. So, of course, there's backlash. And now it's like saying, was it racist? Or what were the students just doing their assignment? But what the hell kind of assignment is that? So who filmed it? 
a student. And the teacher did what? Exactly. Like, right. What did the teacher do? She probably loved she, it. She, I'm not sure if the teacher knew that, that that part of it isn't known, if the teacher allowed the video to be uploaded or if a student was sneaking and uploaded it. Mm. But regardless, she allowed the song to, like, I just, I think that was the issue. The issue is that you were letting these kids sing Ku Klux Klan and talk about the organization and in a, a, a merry little Christmas jingle mm. tune. That's the problem. The problem isn't, that it, the video leaked out. But is it, is it, is that considered racist though? Like are the kids racist because they took a project and made a song out of what they were supposed to talk about? I mean, when you promote the Ku Klux Klan, mm-hmm. yeah, that's racist. That's racist to promote that organization. I just want to play devil's advocate. No, <laughs> don't, don't play. The, the fans will eat your ass up. You ain't no they devil's can try. To, but if you if, if you are promoting the Ku Klux Klan, mm-hmm. there's no excuse. There's no rationale in promoting them, right? I mean, if you promote them in any way, you're racist. Yeah. How could you not be racist? It's like saying that you want to promote the Pope, but you're you're not into religion. How? You're talking about the Pope. You're promoting the pro, the Pope. You have to. If you can't promote something that you don't believe in, can you? I don't know, man, because these are kids. I'm not saying that it's not a bad thing. I think it's a terrible thing to, to make a jingle about the Ku Klux Klan, but are they racist? I'm not sure. I think they're just being stupid-ass kids. Well, that's the debate. That's the debate a lot of, I guess, white people have with themselves when they do something that is offensive to uh, black people or minorities, and they're like, uh, but I'm not racist. Black people are racist, too, though. So I, I wouldn't single out white people. And black people have criticized me before by saying black people can't be racist. Oh, yeah, my yeah. grandmother from Mississippi was mm-hmm. racist. Yeah. They, they can be racist. They, they can definitely be racist. But at the same time, if you have a certain level of privilege, it just is what it is. I don't think white people, you, you can't get no, no, mad. No, the privilege allows a conversation like this to exist of whether or not their actions are racist or I not. Think well, I'm more black, ma- black people don't have the privilege of saying that their actions, you know, uh, there's no real debate that make the, a strong debate that supports actions for black. Like, for example, why are all these black people killing each other? There's a rationale behind it, but you won't understand yeah. it. And you won't even allow it to make sense to you because black people shouldn't be killing other black people. But when you poor talk people about, kill poor people, period. poor people kill poor people. So but but that's a that's too deep of a concept for people to understand. I'm more mad at that teacher. Because yeah. these are kids, I, you know, kids do stupid shit. I don't yeah. believe these kids necessarily hate black people. You know, I don't no. know. I, I just don't know. Just looking at the video, I don't know. I'm mad at the teacher because as soon as that shit started, she should have been like, no. Yeah. So if your son is at school and his friend Hector walks up to his desk and he says, you can't climb over this wall. Is that racist? Is it racist? It's a racist uh, statement. Um, I'm just saying little Hector, little Hector needs to It answer. is a racist statement, but is that kid racist? I don't know. Hmm. Learned it from his daddy. Apparently. Exactly. That's a, it's learned behavior, but I can't. You can't necessarily say, "Oh, this kid hates another." He don't know yet. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Because what I'm saying yeah, is that racism is a learned the, behavior. The teacher, somebody has to check it, and so that's where you know that there wasn't someone in the room able Checking. to check it, and the only person who probably could have checked it was the teacher. Okay. Well, shout out to the seven year old multimillionaire. Oh yes. Speaking of kids, there is a seven year old toy reviewer who's become a multimillionaire. After making 22 million this year from reviewing toys on YouTube, he has over 17.3 million followers and nearly 26 billion views Mm. after his parents launched this channel for him. And he is now the number one YouTuber. Yeah. Pass up Logan Paul, pass up everybody. Is the man who's managing his money? The parents. The the parents. Damn. The rich ass parents. They are clean. And first of all, 
they put out so much content. It's like he don't even go to school. Do it's you need to go to content. school? Yeah. At twenty with twenty two million dollars. Nah, you still gotta go to school. Jeez. So you watch the. I gotta watch it. My son, yo, my son, Ryan, 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 Ryan. He knows oh. how to spell Ryan. So is the boy famous? Oh, the boy is so beyond this kid's famous. famous. He's super famous. So he's the kid that's gonna try out all the toys for kids. Mm -hmm. So does he get these toys for free? I think he does. Like at, at this point, because right. he started when he was like four. I've, that's how long I've seen it to oh, know when wow. he started. And I think they're starting to send him toys and things. And for you know free. what's crazy? He's gonna play with toys until he gets of age, and then he's gonna start doing video games. Mm -hmm. He's so gonna, smart. He's, it's amazing. What if he just gives it all up? He's not. Like, I'm not. Why would you? I mean, everything right now in the world of television is moving digital. He's yeah. seven years old and he's already made $22 million. $22 million. And this is what the kids want to do. Like, you're, I'm around my little nephew who's nine and he's like, I want to be a YouTuber. Well, shout out to Ryan's parents. If you ever need a babysitter, I'm available. <laughs> and uh, One million per night. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so Tumblr, the social networking microblogging platform, mm -hmm. has now banned all adult content starting on December 17th. So you can't post a, a, a GIF. A video. It's a gif. Is it a gif or a gif? It's a gif. It's a gif. It's a gif. It's a gif. How is it a gif? For sure. No. 100% sure. It's a sure. gif. I do say gif, sure. but okay. people tell me to say gif. If you're listening GIF. to the show, please comment below if it's a gif. No, you can look it up. Wait, it's gif. Wait, comment below if it's a gif or a gif. I don't know how you're going to do it, but just comment. But if it has a T on it, how would you pronounce it? It's a gif. So now you can't be able to post videos, gifs, uh, photos of human genitalia, sexual activity. You can still post um, erotica because you know it's a microblogging site. Okay, so <laughs> I've officially deleted Tumblr. Yeah, the what, only what reason, is the point? The only reason I go to Tumblr is to see nudes, nudity. This is to be able to see nudity. I haven't been on Tumblr in years anyway. So. Well, I guess you got to stick to Twitter after dark. I had just deleted I mean, I had just uh, reinstated my Tumblr and now I have to re-delete no, it. No, but I'm sorry, but speaking of that, okay, what, because I, I, I've just been starting to get back on Twitter and I have a problem. If Tumblr is banning nudity, why isn't Twitter? Because I'm on Twitter now just to, you know, tweet. Full and I'm porn on Twitter. Full porn. <laughs> I didn't even know that because Twitter, you could used to not be able to put porn on Twitter. I don't know. I just remember not ever seeing porn on Twitter. But now I, I'm seeing full-fledged porn. Penis. I can see the penis. I can see the vagina inside the vagina. That's right. These are not things I go to Twitter for. And... <laughs> If Tumblr is, is getting backlash for nudity, then I think Twitter should too. So I'm starting a campaign. Damn, you're a hater. You're goddamn right. I mean, we need it somewhere. Go to Pornhub. Okay, but we're not going to promote going to Pornhub because everybody already knows that I'm a, a, a golden <laughs> a gold. over there. But what I will say is that Tumblr, what is it that was, what made them want to do this? Did it say? Um, yeah, so pretty much it was, um, they had a class action lawsuit. And uh, due to something with iOS issues on the iTunes app. Mm -hmm. So that's why they had to ban the nudity. Uh, but if they had to, then why isn't Twitter have to? Can you stop trying to end Twitter after dark? I'm I like sorry. Twitter after Listen, dark. at the end of the day, I want to see in a month what Tumblr stock, uh, where it's at. Because I'm sure it's going to drop. Yeah. yeah. Because the traffic is going to significantly stop. If I mean... If by January 17th or January 18th, the, the the traffic has dropped significantly, their stock is going to drop. That's sad. Wait, so there were like full porns on Tumblr? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, they had the nice little GIF porns. All right, next issue. Next GIF. Thing. Oh, God. Okay, so a 300-pound woman in Pennsylvania has uh, arrested and facing 18 to 36 years in prison after she pleaded guilty to sitting on her boyfriend and killing him. Damn. He was 120 pounds. He died? He died. It was a domestic dispute in their home. And um, 
she sat on him. He's only 120 pounds, and she killed him. So she never sat on him before? That's not what they got but into. But if she sat on him before and he didn't die, it doesn't matter. Like, you could sit on your partner. Can I mean, in a fight, you should be sitting on each other. Like, what? let me just take a seat. <laughs> The fuck does that? Well, I mean, okay, depending on how she. Have you ever been in a situation where you're fighting with your partner and they sit on and they you? They sit on you like don't and move you're just nowhere. Stuck no. like a couch. Who the fuck does that anyway? Well, the, well, she needs to go to prison. Her fat ass knew she was going to kill. Him. The family's upset though because they feel she should get more time than eighteen oh to thirty six years. Um, they're I mean, that's upset. typical for murder. Yeah. it's not like it was premeditated. She didn't say tomorrow. She just sat on him. The difference between killing him premeditated and not is saying tomorrow at three o'clock I'm going to sit on him and kill him. That's life in prison. That's the difference. Right. Versus well, I sit on you, you die, and then now I got to figure it out. But what if she got so tired from fighting and she kind of sat down? And couldn't get up because that's you know. that yeah that's also yeah there's there's a lot of factors. Listen, her fat factors. ass roll over in the middle of arguing and can't roll the fuck back over because her fat ass is on a, the wrong side and now the lumpy bear got her fat ass killing him. Her fat ass going to prison. Shit, <laughs> as a fitness influencer who ain't there yet, I could say she's a fat ass, fat ass murderer. <laughs> Speaking of which, that picture you uh, posted with um Edmund Ross, how recent was that? Yesterday. You look good. I no, thought it was that, a throwback. That, that was a stupid photo. That no. he said no. That was a stupid photo. That okay. You were just, slimming down. Let me just talk about. No, no, no. We're not gonna go there. Let me talk about Evan Ross real quick. He had been ignoring all my text messages since he's he was in Aspen with his family. He's been ignoring my text messages, and I happened to be at a dinner meeting with my partners. And here he comes walking in. Don't you hate when you when you run into somebody who's been ignoring you? And I'm like, oh, yo. He's like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, but shout out to Evan. Uh, well, when I saw the picture, I thought it was a throwback, so that's why I was asking. But yeah, you know, but thank you for the compliment, fitness I put, influencer. I put Evan and Cardi on the phone together, so Cardi invited us to Rolling Loud on the 15th. She'll be here, and I'm going to take her. And hopefully, um, I was uh, Evan was. We were talking about Diana Ross and Cardi doing a song together. I just want my 10. percent It was fire. a I mean, that would be interesting. Diana Ross is 75 years old. She don't look she's, it. It's because it's Diana Ross. She's ageless. I watched her do a show recently, man. She still got the moves, too. She, yeah, she looks, legs. looks good, sounds good, yes. hair looks good. I um, love her. Shout out to Evan. Love Evan. All right. Um, so that's it. That's all we got. So for those of you listening, tune in, subscribe pod, uh, to our podcast, iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and on YouTube. Continue to share and continue to be patient. You know, we are. I, I feel like the show is going through... The dating process. We have to date. We have to build. You know. You know. And I just feel like, you know, I want people to to give the show a fair opportunity to continue to grow on top of the year. Um, I'm excited for top of the year. Oh yeah, I'm excited where you're taking the show mm -hmm. on the top of the year. Hey, gonna take it somewhere. All right, everybody. But we out of here. Peace. <laughs>